Welcome to the Vata Time Podcast, where we aim to spread positivity, create community, and learn something new in each episode. We focus on all things wellness, sustainability, and lifestyle to build our awareness as a collective. We're your hosts. I'm Bianca. And I'm Amanda. In today's episode, we will be exploring sacred self-care, what it is, why it's important, and self-care rituals we can start implementing. Hello, Miss B. Hi, Amanda. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? No, how are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> um, let's see. Where do we start? I have been so busy lately, and you know that, so thank you for holding space for me. You've been busy? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like this week I had, you know, went back to the office one day, and um, it gave me a little like taste of what life is like again like going back to the office getting into routine it was nice actually going and seeing people I always enjoy that and going to the gym took a new workout class I already told you about it but it was like this crazy like CrossFit uh, Equinox like workout class had like ropes and like kettlebells and stuff like that so I was like this is crazy we're gonna do that (laughs) next Tuesday yeah i'm down i'm so sore and i haven't been sore i like i feel like i don't get sore anymore like that i'm like my legs are hurting my arms are hurting so it was a good workout yeah so i you would love it because i walked in there and i asked the instructor i was like where's the front of the class because i was like trying to go to the back yeah (laughs) because it's like my first time i want to see people's like positions and everything and you know how everyone does the flow he was like there's no front of the class (laughs) i was like okay (laughs) so i'm like in the middle of the room yeah thankfully so like they pair you up with someone else and thankfully they paired me up with this other girl who it was her first time too and i was like thank you god because i was like i have no idea where to even start with these ropes i want to be paired with like a six foot man who's like 230 pounds or something (laughs) so like thankfully it was like a five foot four girl but I was she was strong yeah so she was like giving me a run for my money (laughs) it sounds so fun though yeah like it's different Mm -hmm. which is what I like yeah it was definitely fun yeah and then um that's literally the only like this episode today we're talking about self-care and everything like I have been just so busy with like life and work and stuff the only thing that has been like consistently for me has been like my workouts in the morning. That's so good. So thank you so much for getting me on this. I I say this every episode now and I'm like, people are probably like, Bianca, we get it. Like you have gym pass. (laughs) (laughs) You've been working out. Welcome to what everyone else in the world has been doing for years. (laughs) No, but I think it's huge. Like it's a big deal. But honestly, it's like the only thing. Like that gives me like that me time right now yeah because I'm like I'm paying for it so like I'm gonna use it I'm paying a lot of money for it yeah and so like that motivates me to keep going and then when you're there it's like the endorphins and like the feel-good energy and everything it's like you can't compare it so yeah I'll wake up at 5 a.m if I need to to like do that for myself so that's been really nice um and I didn't even tell you this but like today I took soul cycle mm-hmm. and the instructor she was like one of the teachers who also does the light boxer stuff so that's like what oh, the people yeah. are yeah, yeah so yeah. i'm like it's so crazy so like i feel like 
taking workout classes in New York are like a different level. Yeah. Because the instructors are all like, they all do something else. Like mm-hmm. they're not just workout instructors. Like so, there's in the boxing gym that we go to, the grit boxing. Um, a bunch of the instructors do like this other, what is it like a virtual? Uh, it's like kind of like Peloton. Like you buy this like machine. I get advertised it all the time. I'm like yeah. never gonna buy it because I'm more of like an in person. Yeah, I prefer in person than I do like virtual or whatever. But um, you buy this like machine and you punch it, and you have like an instructor like talking you through mm-hmm. the punches. And so like a bunch of the there a bunch of them are from New York and they teach like at the studio that we go to at Grit. But like one of the girls that also teaches, she is a Soul Cycle instructor. And she was the instructor today, and I was like, "Oh my god, she's on my advertisements all the time." That's so like cool. you would recognize her if you saw her. So oh my gosh! Okay, I was like, "We're oh gonna have to show me a picture after." Oh my god, yeah, she has like beautiful long curly hair. I'm like, "Oh my god, that's my dream hair." <laughs> Manifest it. It's already yours. I know. I've been trying for years. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Oh my gosh! So that was fun. I feel like it's always a new surprise. Just like you go to a class, and it's like literally a huge instructor with like a huge like. 10,000 following, you know. Yeah. They're huge in the virtual world, and here they are in front of you, like, teaching yeah. your soul cycle class. And yeah. It's just, like, wow, like, this is New York. Like... And it's so normal. Like, it's... Yeah. Like, I remember one time at one of the grit classes, mm-hmm. I was, like, working out next to this girl, mm-hmm. and, um, like, we were just, like, punching the bags, like, vibing together, and then I was, like... Like, we had... We talked, whatever. It was cool. And then later that day, I got an advertisement for grit, yeah. And she was on the advertisement. Like, she was a model. <laughs> like, she was a model one, and I had no idea. But yeah. then she modeled for, like, the boxing gym. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was I like, know. that's literally... Wait, what? <laughs> like, we were just working out high-fiving each other because we just, yeah. like, ran together. Like... I know. It's so crazy. That's why it's so important just to be nice to everyone you meet. Because you never know, like, the connections you may make or, you know, everyone. Yeah. You know treat everyone the same obviously yeah but you never know who you're gonna be like standing next to yeah yeah, so yeah. and they're cool yeah like if you would know that, that it's this like huge model then you might be like oh like you know put them have a different perspective put them on a pedestal yeah. it's like i had no idea who this girl was and we had like blast just like cheering each other on and then after i found out and i was like what yeah <laughs> but it's cool yeah never know that's so <laughs> I know, and now I feel like she followed me back on Instagram too, and I'm like, wow, oh, that's nice, because that's not something that people usually do. That's true. I mean, we do it all the time at the Vata Time podcast. If you go follow us on Instagram, we're gonna follow you back. Yeah, so go follow us. But there's a bunch of people that I've taken like classes with and stuff, and have been coached by or whatever. They don't follow back. It's like a thing. Like people, oh my gosh, we're getting so off topic, but like people okay. don't want to follow people back on Instagram and I don't know like like I don't know how it is because let's say if you have like 20,000 followers Mm -hmm. like even if you make a connection like the people that you want to follow might be the people that like inspire you oh that's true and just because like someone you have like an acquaintance with someone or you coach someone like if they're not technically inspiring to you or you have like a close friendship then it then you literally follow back everyone and like the people in your feed wouldn't be like as like it would just become like a whatever feed yeah but you only follow the people that literally like spark that joy yeah that's true but 
Social media is weird in that I know. way. I but... feel like people are just concerned about their numbers, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like a that's very, the like, thing. oh, I want to look like I have more uh, followers than people that I follow. Yep. Like, it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, you see that all the time. And if you look on people, like, it is so ridiculous to me. But, like, this is how society thinks. And it's like, people will literally not follow you because they are afraid that that's going to make them look bad. If And it's so subconscious that like oh if you have more if you're following more than you are being followed yeah wow it's weird crazy but anyways how are you (laughs) (laughs) i love i love our rants i know it's real like i mean tell me tell me it's not true no it is ratios matter to people people care about like that kind of stuff yeah people care about how many likes they get people care about how many followers they get and it's such an abstract like not tangible like thing it's self-validation yeah wow yeah it's true yeah it's like oh look how important i am and then let's say something you post something and it doesn't do as well but you liked it Mm -hmm. and it didn't get as many likes as you were expecting then now in your mind you're like oh shoot is this not what people want and then you start doubting yourself and your creativity and then maybe post things that aren't true to yourself and that you think your audience wants and then therefore you lose yourself and then you lose your authenticity and then people won't follow you because you're not being your true self wow (laughs) that's deep because that's why people post things that get the likes like that's why you're probably gonna post something where you're showing a little more skin or whatever it is or like in a Mm -hmm. cool location destination or whatever Mm -hmm. wow yeah crazy Mm -hmm. anyways it's interesting Another topic for another day. I like it. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, One thing I wanted to share was before coming over here, I went to a crystal shop. And then I had another life lesson. Um, So I was like picking out a crystal for Bianca. And I was like intuition. Like at first I just went in. I was like, okay, like let me just read the thingies and like try to pick one. And like I just like I know what I'm looking for, like with the energy. But Um, Like, I just, I walked around the store about five times, and I'm like, I just don't know. And then, like, I stood in front of all the crystals, and I was like, okay, like, intuition, tell me what I need to pick. And then I looked down, and I saw blue onyx, and I was like, okay, that's the one that it's telling me. And then I was like, but is it the one? (laughs) And then I start, like, looking, and I'm, like, looking at other ones, Mm -hmm. and I was like, none of these other ones are doing this. Like, I went back to the blue onyx, Mm -hmm. and then I Googled it. And the description that it had was exactly what I was looking for for you. And then I was like, it's really easy not to trust your intuition and to like go off the rail and like start second guessing yourself. So it was a really good lesson for me to be like, this is what my heart is telling me to grab. And like I had to like revalidate myself through Google to make sure it was the actual (laughs) thing. And like it's like if you're feeling something like you know that yeah and that's like a part of being in like your feminine energy too is like trusting yourself being open and accepting and like not being in such of like the analytical mind and like Mm -hmm. to feel yeah so it was a good reminder for me that's amazing (laughs) do you want to tell people what the stone is for uh google description yeah so it was um let me just let me just pull it up so i because it it's so accurate 
that I feel like people will need to make that connection. Because you, you picked this stone up just by looking at it. You didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it meant. You had no idea. I had no idea. So I'm going to read the last sentence first from Google. But it's a strength-giving stone that is good for people under extreme physical, emotional, or mental stress. And that's literally what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I'm very busy. <laughs> so. I was just like, something that will like be energizing yeah. to you and help calm you and just like give you that peace like you can always create that within but sometimes it's nice to have that like extra energy and like this was exactly what and it's a reminder yeah yeah i appreciate it thank you so much it's so sweet these are the best (laughs) gifts and i appreciate you so much absolutely i cried obviously when it was so sweet (laughs) (laughs) there's something about like it's hard picking crystals for people because like like, you really have to feel into that, like, energy, and you don't want to get them something that they don't like, but when you mm-hmm. feel it, like, just do it. Like, Bianca got, has gotten me crystals, like, multiple times, too, and, like, it's just, it's nice when you receive a crystal from someone, too. Like, yeah. it's just, it's even more special. I feel like we appreciate these things. Yeah. Like, I'm, I never get your crystal thinking you're not going to like oh it. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm always, like, she's going to like it. Like, yeah. this, this yeah. like, a proven gift that yeah. always satisfies. Always. Oh, love it. Thank yeah. you. Yes. I appreciate you. Oh my gosh, I appreciate you too. <laughs> love languages. Love, Take care of your friends. That's obviously my, my words of affirmation. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. <laughs> and you're doing, oh, sorry, you're doing gifts and... Um, <laughs> gifts and quality time. Quality time. We do that one. But we're, we're not lacking. I think we're, we hit them all. Okay. So let's get into this week's episode. Let's talk self-care. Let's do it. So self-care has a lot of different definitions. And I feel like just in the last couple of years too, everyone's like, oh, self-care this. You got to do self-care. Or, oh, self-care is overrated. You see both sides. But just to define it um, as to like what it really means is self-care means taking care of yourself so that you can be healthy and well and do things Uh, like your job care for others and do what you need to to accomplish everything in your day like you have to fill your cup and we've talked about this all the time on the episode but you have to fill your cup up before you're able to contribute to anything at work contribute to anything in the lives of your loved ones like your family or your friends Um, and specifically there's eight main areas that when you think about self-care It's broken down into like eight categories because different self-care can um, fulfill different things and areas in your life, right? So there's like physical self-care, psychological self-care, emotional self-care, social, professional, environmental, spiritual, and financial self-care. In today's episode, we're going to talk through um, the spiritual self-care of that or like sacred self-care you can call it whatever you want um but yeah that's the one we're going to focus on today because we can talk forever about the money financial self-care or the emotional self-care right but there's the spiritual sacred self-care that is special and i like the name too sacred self-care yeah <laughs> i don't know where you found that or where you saw it where you I, it, but... I saw it somewhere yeah um this girl that i used to work with in high school she does like um 
she does like these like mindfulness things and I signed up on her email list and she sent out like a mindful Monday ebook. That's so cute. It's very cute. And that's how I got the idea. I didn't really mention the things she said in there, but um just if anyone wants to check her out, her it's her like Instagram name, I think it's Heal by Mandy. Okay. I'll I'll link it down in the show notes. But yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that's where I got the inspiration for our, like the sacred self care. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the direction that we kind of went go into is a little different, but yeah. it's the same concept. Yeah. We put our own spin on things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, for spiritual self care, we can think about it as like a ritual or practice that we do to further connect ourselves to a, our higher self. So our higher self is who you truly are as an individual. It's the real you. Your higher self is you that is disassociated from and not influenced by the ego or fear. And it's like so easy to live in your ego and have that ego or to live in a fear-based mindset. Um, So rather this self operates from a soul-centered place that is aligned with your deepest desires. And although they might seem similar, the practice of spiritual self-care is really different from emotional self-care and that spiritual self-care is solely based on you and your connection to your higher self. So on the other hand, when we talk about emotional self-care, this includes people other than yourself. So how you learn how to communicate your needs and desires to other people, how you express your emotions and how you set your boundaries with others, which we've talked about um, in another episode, but... Mm Um, when you begin to focus on practicing spiritual self-care consistently, you can expect to nurture your connection to yourself and a higher power to create spiritual practices that fuel both your body and your soul. Love. It's so, it's so true Like when you think about it because that's why there's so many different categories of self-care when you're like, oh, self-care isn't just like this or that or it's not selfish like a lot of people think oh it's like selfish for me to take time to do things for myself but there's different types of self-care that benefit not only you but other people like the emotional self-care where you set your boundaries or you go to therapy or you communicate your needs to somebody and just something to mention because we've talked about like meditation before and how like creating your own practice is really important I feel like this is something that I'm still discovering what, like, I truly connect with. Like, there's things that I like and things that I have preferences with, but, Mm -hmm. like, try different things. Like, it's, there's so many different things to try out there and just, like, open your mind and do, like, crazy things. Like, I've seen things where it's good to, like, move your body and just dance around. Like, put on, like, music from the 90s. Put on, like, your favorite tunes and literally just start dancing around your house and your energy shifts immediately because you're physically moving the energy and that is, like, a spiritual practice. Like, even though it's not you're sitting, chanting, like, trying to connect your third eye and, like, it doesn't have to be complicated Mm -hmm. because it's, like, sacred and spiritual. Like, it could be literally as simple as dancing around your house. Like, that is a spiritual practice. Yeah. Dancing. It's a the divine fem like fem like the divine feminine energy dance. It's like a dancing energy. Yeah, like that's how they tell you to bring that out. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing as good as that. Like, ugh, it just feels good to let it out. And it, it's like, cause I'm my focus like specifically for like this month is like focusing on my divine feminine energy and how yeah. to like increase it. And cause if 
being in the corporate world yeah it's really easy to shift into that like work mentality Mm -hmm. and like to be thinking like I need to express myself in and show my independence and show that I work hard and like that's not feminine energy that's masculine and it's good to have both yes Mm -hmm. because I see your face (laughs) (laughs) because the smile is slowly starting to go down okay so tell me about the feminine energy it's like good to have both but like yeah um I am like focusing on learning how to be like like more into my intuition and not Mm -hmm. be so analytical with it and like light the candles and just be flowy and like like enjoy the lavish things because I usually think in more of like oh I don't want to light the candle because then it's going to go away and like every time I light it I use it so Mm -hmm. just like really enjoying the finer things and like yeah I love fine things I know you do Miss Taurus (laughs) even though I'm also Taurus (laughs) (laughs) no yeah I I like that thinking I and I do believe like we all everybody has both <laughs> the masculine and the feminine energy and it's not about like uh like sexual orientation or anything like no. that it's about like really everybody embodies like that analytical critical thinking side and then that more intuitive creative side yep and you can call it whatever you want um a lot of people call it masculine feminine left right yin yang yin yang (laughs) yeah so like it's about embodying both of those to create that harmony in life exactly because we all need like you can't just if you have extreme of one you're not going to be a balanced person and that is like a source of pain yep so it's good to be in flow you said it perfectly oof yeah, Oof, I, know. <laughs> I know I'm sweating. <laughs> it's it's the candle. <laughs> it's the third eye candle. Oh, love it. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about why this spiritual, sacred self care is important. Because some people may be listening and they're like, "Okay, self care. Why should I even care about spiritual self care?" <laughs> Aside from furthering our connection with ourselves, there are some powerful benefits to practicing spiritual self care, mm-hmm. making it an essential part of a holistic self-care practice so for example inner peace we're all searching for that inner peace Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah that (laughs) i was searching for that this week (laughs) real hard (laughs) where are you inner peace (laughs) i need you (laughs) so like the peaceful state of being happy oops that peaceful state of being happy is a side effect of regular committing to your spiritual self-care The benefit alone of this makes practicing spiritual self-care very, very important. And, like, when I sometimes, I flow in and out of, like, meditating all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I stop meditating. And then I go back. And I can feel the vibrational shift of if I meditate consistently and stop, I feel like I switch into a different reality. Mm -hmm. Like, immediately. Yeah. So, like, you, like, your vibration just changes and last week or two weeks ago I was starting to listen to more guided meditations which I don't really do because I mm-hmm. usually just meditate on my own I was having a great week and then I looked <laughs> back and I was like it was because like every night I was going to bed like mm-hmm. listening to some kind of meditation just getting in a really good headspace and like it could be 10 minutes and I was just like in a different world yeah and like didn't even realize the effects that it had until I took a step back and realized like why is everything so good <laughs> 
Well, I'm at the opposite end of that spectrum because I haven't meditated in a while and I definitely feel it like yeah. with the stress and just like feeling like life is just so crazy right now. I'm like everything is happening so fast. My routine is a little upended. So I definitely feel like that's one thing I know. I'm with you 100%. Like when you meditate on a consistent basis every day, like you just are in a different vibrational level. Yeah. And like things don't phase you as much. Like something at work happens, you're like, okay. Like you deal with it. Yeah. Versus like dwelling on it. Yeah. Like you deal with whatever is thrown your way and you can handle it better versus like that, oh my gosh, this just happened. Oh, we just got this. Oh, this is yeah. happening. Like, no, you just do it, and it's fine. Exactly. Like, you roll yep. better. Yep. So, yeah, got to get back on it. As I, as I was, like, looking into this episode, I'm like, wow, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great reminder. It's a perfect episode, perfect timing. Yeah. But I totally resonate with what you said about that. Um, and then some other important benefits of spiritual self-care practice is it can give you a renewed sense of purpose or belonging an increased connection with your intuition, an improved sense of peace and calm, a greater feeling of groundedness, and a deeper connection with others. So all very valid points that happen, like when you really get in tune with yourself and uh, set your uh, spiritual and self-care rituals on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So let's dive into some of the self-care rituals that can help fulfill um, our sacred self-care. Let's start with number one. So we have meditating. (laughs) And um, we have an episode fully on meditation that we'll link in the show notes. Um, So if this is something that's new to you or you want to learn more about all of the different meditation styles, like it's a great episode that goes through like so many different ones. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can listen to that. But meditation is a powerful practice that helps us bring us to like our closest like and highest self there are so many benefits um we could list them all but (laughs) i feel like we do all the time but (laughs) (laughs) like improving your concentration reducing stress just helping you get into that flow of being in your best state it's easy to tell ourselves like i don't want to meditate because i'm not good at it or it feels too difficult or sometimes you just like don't even know where to start and then you're like, okay, how do I do this? Like, tell me exactly what I need to do. I don't want to do this wrong. Explain steps A, B, C, D. And then it's just like, okay, this is another thing that yeah. like I'm going to be bad at that like I need to learn. And like it's become stressful. So then you don't do it. Yeah. So it's just like, just go with the flow. Like literally do whatever feels right. And that is meditating. Um, yeah. For me, it's a, like... Lately, it's been, and I've talked about this on the podcast that I feel this a lot, it's the scarcity of time Mm -hmm. where I feel like I don't, where it's like a sensation that I feel that, oh, I don't have enough time where in in reality, I know I have enough time because I make time for everything that I want to do, but somehow I feel like, oh, I don't have enough time. Like I'm already waking up at 5 a.m. to go work out now. Yeah. So what am I going to wake up at 4 (laughs) (laughs) a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I know that there's little pockets of time where maybe I'm playing on my phone for a little bit or this or that where I could be like carving that time out 
for a meditation because the meditation doesn't necessarily have to be in the mornings and they say like through Ayurveda they say like okay that's the first thing you should do because that's the best way to start your day but sometimes that's not realistic to everybody's schedule if you have like a workout class at 5 a.m you have to go to or um you have kids that wake up you know wake you up in the morning (laughs) you know so there's like different different needs for different people so it's about like scheduling in whenever that fits right for you yeah so even like three minutes like yeah just calm your breath just breathe for three minutes like that will immediately shift wow too but like we sometimes like forget like during the day like you're in the rush yeah on the go on the go and then it's like i don't have three minutes to just it's like you kind of just want to like detach a little bit and go on your phone and then like be like okay good and when those three minutes you would have felt more energized yeah taking three minutes of deep breath absolutely but no, that's a good reminder that's a good that's a good statement you just said (laughs) (laughs) because it's so true you go on tiktok for three minutes yeah those three minutes are better spent yeah just like not on tiktok and taking three long deep breaths yeah i like that okay (laughs) (laughs) that's implemented immediately yes (laughs) everyone (laughs) we're gonna do it all together we're gonna take three deep breaths (laughs) are you guys following along (laughs) love it just kidding um okay anything else with meditation Mm, no okay (laughs) um another way that you could practice sacred self-care is by reconnecting with nature so simply immersing yourself into nature can help you with that spiritual self-care so whether that's a long hike to get disconnected from all the craziness that happens in your life or just a short uh short walk to just unwind going outside gives uh gives us a chance to just connect with nature and get more grounded and connected to our spiritual selves so nature is actually really healing because it allows us to experience a moment with all our five senses so that's like your visual, your smell, your touch, your everything. I can't think of the five. <laughs> but in nature, um, it's just something greater than ourselves. And um, it's just nice to see like what it does to your well-being just for being outside. Like the days, there were days during COVID, like when COVID first started, that I didn't go outside for a couple of days. And I felt that. And even if it's just like for a quick walk to go to this train or to go somewhere, like I need to go outside every day now. And it's so like, yeah, it's just uplifting. And even today, like it was kind of drizzling in the morning and I didn't like open my umbrella. And I was like, wow, this is like just so nice to feel like the misty air. Mm -hmm. And I like just appreciate it. And like it brings you back to like life. Yeah like you're yeah. you're on earth <laughs> like, yeah. like nothing is that serious like we're on a rock yeah and like this is like misty air hitting my face like this feels so nice <laughs> you know I love that. um so it's definitely like just good to connect with nature whether it's five minutes or like going on a long hike um you know it's always good and that's something i'm learning lately because i used to hate hiking and hate being outdoors i'm like oh, i want to be inside but in the past few years has been when I really connected with like being in nature and just touching soil Mm -hmm. like I'm just thinking of like in Sedona um just like the rocks and like touching the rocks and it just it's a feeling and it's a sensation and it's nice like Mm -hmm. just being outdoors so 
Yeah. Go be a tree hugger, everyone. Literally. Like, actually. Like, when you go outside, take off your shoes. Try to, like, walk on the soft grass. Like, if you see a tree, like, touch the leaves. Like, hold the leaves and, like, feel it. Feel mm-hmm. the energy. Like, really just appreciate it because it will transfer that energy right back to you. And this is also a very, like, feminine practice. Like, mm-hmm. reconnecting with nature is very feminine. Yeah. So... But not saying that men can't do it. No, not at all. That just because fifty percent of oh the men goodness. listening to this podcast are like grandma. Well, no. no, the men who listen to this podcast are very open, and they know that feminine practice is awesome. just because it's feminine. Like it just means that you're like connecting with your nurturing self. Like masculine people are like like nurturing is not a characteristic of someone that's being in their masculine. That's a very feminine trait. Mm-hmm. Is like that nurturing, mothering. So, like, men need to have both, right? So, like, it's good for them to go out in nature also and touch the leaves and feel that different kind of, like, nurturing energy. But, like, not feminine in a bad way. Like, it's... Yeah. Because everyone has... You get so touchy on masculine feminine stuff. It's so funny. Yeah, I'm not touchy. (laughs) No, I'm just... It's a very touchy subject. No, I'm just thinking, like... I, I know, like, 50%, again, 50% male <laughs> audience, so I'm trying to just be considerate. I mean, not, I mean, I'm, I'm using my feminine energy to try to <laughs> be considerate of fair feelings. Everyone, but, go touch the leaves. No, yeah. It, it but is, it is a feminine energy. Yeah. But just because it's feminine doesn't mean you don't do it. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Just because it's feminine energy, like, and if you're a man, that doesn't make you less of a man. Correct. It makes you just in touch with your balanced life. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. You're so funny. <laughs> I'm just trying to explain. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. <laughs> because I know people are listening and they're like, oh, I don't want to be femme. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what is... I don't know. Anyways, we'll move on because no, the pe- the people who listen to us are very open and higher spiritual beings. So, but just in case they're not, <laughs> we'll bring you on. <laughs> LOL, love. Okay, number three, cleanse your space. So your space being your physical space that you see probably almost every day. So removing negative energy from your space is a super powerful spiritual self-care practice. And this is just a huge plug for a lot of our episodes, but the episode where we talk about um, clutter in your space is really good for this one. Um, But when you clear out the bad energy, you invite positive energy. So you create an environment to connect with yourself a lot easier. So energy can either be created or destroyed and it's like the circle of energy so it's like you can't invite in new energy if there's like old energy that is like there so like the box is already full so how can you invite in new things if the box is full so you remove some things from that box and now more energy can flow inside of it and I'm very notorious for having my room messy mm-hmm. a lot. And, like, <laughs> that is a reflection of my subconscious mind. So I know that when I'm very, like, have a lot of things going on, my room goes messy. And then I'm like, okay, let me just clean it and recenter myself. And then you can't be in a messy room if you are, like, energetically aligned. Because you just, you can't. Like, yeah. it's just not... A thing I know so <laughs> my room is a mess right now and I'm like oh 
<laughs> like, as soon as you came in, I was like, my room's a mess. And I was like, LOL, it's just the, the bed isn't made. I was like, this is not a mess. <laughs> I love that we have different definitions of mess, but a mess is a mess to each person. <laughs> but it's like funny the amount of times I've wanted to crawl in my bed today because it's Aww. not made. <laughs> That's so fun, though. Is it? Midday nap. Um, so let's say, like, removing out the physical things um, is really good and also from like a more physical level as well but using palo santo or sage um, is really good as well and palo santo is an ancient holy wood used mainly by peruvian shamans it's a very grounding practice that can help you cleanse out the stale or negative energy and you light one end of it and you allow it to smoke and you fill the area that you wish to cleanse and also um, when you use Palo Santo or Sage, just like crack open a window mm-hmm. um, because again, like the energy has to go somewhere because it can't be destroyed. So you cleanse out the energy that you don't want anymore and then it goes out your window. Yeah. <laughs> so like, cause you can't, like you can cleanse it, but it's going to stay inside if it doesn't have a place to go. Yeah. And you introduced me to Palo Santo cause I didn't know what it was and it's so great. Like just the smell of it, it's so good. And that feeling that you feel like refreshed, like your space, like the actual energy in your house feels, it feels clean yeah. and positive. Yeah. And it's, it's a huge thing. And, um, I've been watching the, I haven't been watching cause I haven't had time, but <laughs> probably like a month ago, I started watching the Marie Kondo. Mm. And I, I feel like in Japanese culture, it's like very, uh, the feng shui is like very common. Yeah. And it's about your space, too. So, like, cleaning your space, organizing it, and having it so, like, your mental clarity is yeah. uh, also in line as well. Yeah. So it's all about the ambiance, you know, the energy. And that's one thing Marie Kondo does, like, before she starts on a project in a, like, house or a room or something, she takes, like, three minutes or five minutes or whatever to like welcome the space and say thank you and greet the space she's like oh I'm gonna greet your space now because oh I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or not but I thought it was really interesting how you know how we always say like oh things are just things Mm. like oh (laughs) (laughs) well like I, I feel like it's a thing like oh don't cry over spilled milk like if you know if you break something like oh it's just a thing it doesn't matter like oh if you break if you, I don't know, like if you break something or yeah. if you don't get this physical item, it's just a physical item. Like it doesn't matter. Like I feel like that's a lot of the way I think a lot of, and a lot of the times like things don't really matter that much. Um, to me at least. I mean, I like nice things, but it's also like they're just things. Like I don't really care that much. But uh, while watching the Marie Kondo show that just came out on Netflix, I think she um, mentioned something like, everything has everything serves you and everything has a purpose so like you have to like greet it and like thank it for its service and it just gives things energy so like the way that she's like folding the clothes she's like as you fold the clothes like you should be folding it in a way that you're being grateful for that t-shirt and like you're saying thank you for your service thank you for protecting me from the environment thank you for you know just providing all the protection that you give me and the comfort and the confidence 
and when you think about it that way it's like wow my like things are so special (laughs) right and that way you only keep things that are special and you don't keep things that don't serve you yeah um so i just thought that was an interesting i love that yeah like the intention behind that yeah wow because i feel like it's so different from like a mentality of like oh things are just things like oh if i get a hole in my t-shirt i'm like okay it's just a t-shirt i don't care but then when you think of things like with that you give it a different energy than um you know when you're putting your clothes away or when you're buying clothes or anything like that you're being way more intentional because you're going to be spending that time to appreciate it when you're putting it away when you're doing laundry or whatever so i just thought that was interesting there's like there's a japanese word and i can't remember it for the life of me right now but it's like it's like the beauty of imperfections it's like a two like a double like it's like a hyphen word okay but um like in their practice let's say in their practice like in their culture um you have a bowl the bowl breaks instead of throwing away the bowl you try to fix it if possible and let's say like a huge chunk of it falls out and that's the only piece you like put it back together with like gold paint and then now you like recreated it you gave it a new life and like it's still functional it's still working and it's like even more beautiful like with its imperfections like Mm -hmm. they use a specific word and I can't remember it yeah but um it's like it just like it's not broken like it's like yeah that's beautiful I'm I'm imagining a beautiful bowl with like gold paint on it yeah so that's awesome I I want to be more like that Mm -hmm. so and I think a lot of people probably do too we just need these different perspectives because I would have never thought of things that way yeah like oh thank you chair for providing me like the comfort Mm -hmm. and the stability and all that right Mm -hmm. I was like instead of being like oh it's just a chair yeah (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. and that also goes in great with sustainability like we're not using as much stuff because we only really use the stuff we actually like and appreciate right I love that oh it all connects I love that Okay, so let's move on to another self-care, sacred self-care ritual that you could do um, that goes in line with cleaning your space but cleansing your energy. So there's a lot of different ways that you can cleanse your energy, but one that a lot of people like and I also really like is using therapeutic-grade essential oils um, to help you and assist you in cleaning your mental and emotional energy for your own self. So... You can use essential oils to clean a physical space as well, but um, what I like to do, what I've done before in the past, and I haven't done it in a long time, but um, you can take, like, I have a little roller, and I put, like, coconut oil, like, as a carrier oil, and then um, I put essential oils, and I, like, make my own little fragrances. So I think I use, like, bergamot and, like, lavender, and... That's so nice. It's so nice, and it's, like, so dry right now, because I'm, like... Like, a huge part about it, too, is, like, making sure you use, like, good quality essential oils. Yeah. Um, And, like, the girl that I got my essential oils from, like, she, like, during COVID had to, like, shut down because the, like, there weren't suppliers. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no more suppliers for, like, good essential oils. So, like, definitely do your research and, like, wherever you're getting your essential oils from but um 
there's nothing like a good little roller with like fragrances yeah. that you make and it makes a difference because like sometimes you'll buy things you're like I don't know if this is good or not good and yeah. you're putting it directly on your skin like yeah. I'll put it on my wrist or like on the back of my ears yeah. or my like temples area on my forehead um it just helps you with like relaxation and like that's that smell it's like therapeutic and you just take like deep breaths and I know I used to do this at work. I used to take my little roller and smell, and people were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> this is like kind of weird. Relaxing, <laughs> but it's but then people like it. Like, yeah. and then everyone at work is like rolling their hand. Yeah, that's so <laughs> that funny. was like a couple of years ago, but so everyone funny. smells like bergamot and lavender. That's so funny. But yeah, there's like specific essential oils too that they say are good for like meditating and stuff. Um, the I don't I'm frankincense. Yep, yeah, I was gonna say it wrong. <laughs> I always want to say Frankenstein, like Frankenstein. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Freaking Same fine. Thing. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. They say like helps you like open up and everything. But yeah, like like at Equinox they have the eucalyptus towels and those are like amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just something therapeutic about like the smell of essential oils. Yeah. So I that's always a favorite of mine. I need to just find good ones to do my little projects with again. But yeah. I don't even know. I would need to do research too because it's so easy like ordering them off of Amazon Amazon is probably yeah. not a good idea because you get what like 12 for probably $20 mm-hmm. but the actual quality is like you have no idea and as you said like you're putting them directly on your skin and like you need the carrier oil because you shouldn't be putting essential oils directly on your yeah. skin because it's like a very concentrated amount yeah and um if you have a pimple you could put tea tree but oh, um yeah mm-hmm. um like, I, I used to love tea tree yeah. oil. <laughs> like when me and Hamza first started, not first started, when we, we first got married. And after, like I loved. It's so funny. Like I went through a phase in my life. I love tea tree oil. Yeah. Like I love to clean with it. I love to put it all <laughs> over my body. I love to put it on my face. I love to put it in lotions, everything. And Hamza hated tea tree oil. Oh. Like he's like, it smells like gasoline. <laughs> And I used it after every shower, after every every night. Like I'm telling you, obsession was like a very minimal word for what I used to do with tea tree oil. But okay, wait. In your old apartment, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure Hamza shampoo was tea tree oil. Yeah. Now he uses tea tree oil. That's I, hilarious. We switched, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But it's it's funny because I used the raw. That one I think it's mixed with like lemon and something else. But yeah. He still has tea tree oil or tea tree shampoo. It's really good for your scalp. It is. Like, it's so healthy. Like, there's so many different ways you can use essential oils, not only, like, in a spiritual sense, but, like, also physically, like, it's good for you to use essential oils. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I was watching a documentary about people who ingest essential oils, and there were many mixed reviews, so I don't feel safe with that, but... If people have other experiences with it, I know a lot of people use it therapeutically. Like, yeah, um, I think that's banned in the United States, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. But if you, I think Germany is like one of those countries where you can go. I I could be totally wrong, and I'm sure somebody will correct us. But yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> gonna go. Lavender essential is my favorite right now. Yes, you are the lavender queen. Mm-hmm. Every time I see anything lavender, I think of you oh, immediately. Love. <laughs> it's it's my current obsession. Essential oil. Yeah. I wonder what it'll be in the future because that's how, the way I feel about lavender now is the way I used to uh, feel about tea tree oil. Wow. Yeah, that's very strong. That's what I was saying. Like obsession. Is, okay. Okay. <laughs> like we we operate on extremes here. <laughs> yeah, and I need to calm down. Where's my essential oil? Lavender. Where's my lavender essential oil so I can calm down? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay. Uh, next, I don't know what number we're on, but yep. next. Um, connecting with a spiritual community. Immersing yourself in a community with similar values as you is another way to create a spiritual self-care practice. When you surround yourself with like-minded individuals, you respect and admire you give yourself a chance to deepen your connection to your highest self. So I feel like even though this kind of sounds like a, I don't know, like a cross between like emotional and spiritual, but it's like you, it's like very, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's like when you were just saying a little bit ago, like open your mind up to do different things like there's a lot of things that I wouldn't even know to do if you didn't tell me like I wouldn't have known about Palo Santo like it would have taken me so much long maybe I would have gotten there but like it would have taken me so much longer or like the kundalini meditations that you showed me like I would have never I don't think I would have ever tried that without you yeah really so I mean I'm and I'm a very open person but it's just like you don't know what you don't know unless somebody tells you about it yeah or like you go it's I don't want to say networking but like you meet people and people different people of different cultures and different practices they do different things and you study that and you see okay I like this I don't like this this is what I like implementing in my life and I feel like that's such an important part of life just like spiritually to grow whether that's religious or not religious whatever but like for your own self like I feel like going out and meeting people of different spiritual communities and seeing what little bits you can implement into your own life to help you grow like don't be scared yeah because a lot of people are like oh I don't want to do this because these people believe this Mm -hmm. or you know and that's crazy and it's like that you just close yourself off to so many opportunities and practices that may ultimately help you in your daily life and bring you to a higher self and to your truest self but you're just closing yourself off to it so just looking at things with a more open mind and um yeah that was perfect (laughs) That was great. I mean, I don't know. I'm just speaking like my blue onyx is in my heart right now. (laughs) No, you said it perfectly. Yeah. But yeah, that's how you meet people. I mean, I feel like you have a lot more like spiritual connections out there with your kundalini people. Yeah. That's how I was exposed to all of this and then was Mm -hmm. able to share it with you and like my family and like then you're sharing it with your family and it's like, yeah, it's just one person plants the seed. Like the the I was gonna say girl but like not a girl like the woman the (laughs) my old roommate who taught me like um that really got me into the spiritual side it's like she's she has this mission of like planting seeds Mm -hmm. and then she's like I plant the seed and then like then it waters and grows and then you plant the seed and it just creates a ripple effect with everyone planting seeds and everyone uplifting each other and like that's how you do Mm -hmm. it 
I love that. Yeah. That's such a cute metaphor. Okay. The last self-care, sacred self-care ritual that we're going to give you guys, and basically, we've, I feel like we already mentioned it in this episode, but experimenting with different things. So whether that's crystals, tarot cards, other spiritual things. Um, pendulums. Pendulums. <laughs> and I hope my grandma isn't listening. <laughs> we'll just leave that because she's about to call the whole church and tell them that I need cleansing. I love witchcraft. <laughs> I, yeah, no. But seriously, though, so I actually was like, okay, crystals are cool to me. I'm like, okay, crystals, um, you know, I can get down with crystals. And, like, I like meditating with my crystals. I like the energy that they hold. I feel good around my crystals. You know, I feel good. That one was an easy one to accept. Tarot cards, I don't have tarot cards. Um, you have them. I do have them. Um, I feel like it's a very um, cultural thing, right? Because I grew up, like, my grandma's Hispanic in the church. Um, that, in her eyes, and, like, a lot of the growing up things that I heard is probably, like, what people say, like, devil stuff, right? And after like you teaching me a lot of stuff and like showing me how it works and like we have so much fun with them like Mm -hmm. when you use yours and um I definitely don't think it's double stuff anymore um you know and it's like a thing that we just kind of have to get over um but it's like opening your mind to just energy and all the different ways that it flows um so yeah there's so many different like spiritual things also like sound bowls and uh, gongs like we went to that gong meditation yes. class where um, the teacher like hit the if you guys don't know what a gong is it's like that big dung Bong. thing <laughs> you know it's like a metal plate they hit it with a big stick um, yeah just experimenting with essential oils or whatever works for you whatever flows for you um, whatever you feel comfortable with um, but just like opening your mind because not everything is like what it may seem to be or what you grew up with like hearing um yeah i just like just got a pendulum this week and i love it Mm -hmm. it's so much fun and it's so funny like um i was like playing with my pendulum and (laughs) and um you know my husband walks in the room he's like what kind of black magic are you doing and i'm like it's not black magic (laughs) it's like so basically it's a crystal on a string right yeah and um you just ask it questions and it answers in a very interesting way (laughs) just google it yeah i would would google it that's like the easiest way yeah but it's kind of crazy it's very accurate like (laughs) like essentially you ask it yes or no Mm -hmm. and um it the way that it swings mm-hmm. is like the answer if you say yes it might swing like vertically if you ask it no it might swing in a circle it depends it's your energy so you have to ask it mm-hmm. to see what it is for you because everyone is different yeah um but yeah it's another one of those tools it's funny because it's like we have these perceptions of what these tools are and like why does a gong seem okay but why does a pendulum have like a weird connotation to it and it's all about like the intention and energy that you put behind the tool that you're using because you can use tools in negative ways mm-hmm. but it's like 
are you using your energy for light or are you using it in a negative way? Mm-hmm. That's up to you. Yeah. So it's up to the, the user. Yeah. And the, like actual black magic is when, it's a real thing. It's real. Yeah. Like that negative energy, it's like, like you said, you have to harness that. Yeah. And you have to channel that in. So if you're channeling in good energy, like it's a huge thing in the Caribbean that people do that. Um, and I know also in, uh, like the, um, my husband's culture, he's from Pakistan and over there, they also have those kind of people who do the negative energy. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's a thing you channel. So if you're channeling in good, positive vibrations, it's a good thing, but it's whatever intentions you set out. That's so true. Exactly. But Yeah. We're so, and we're a little conditioned sometimes. Mm-hmm. So just opening our minds and trying everything. I mean, there are times that I, you know, I was like, "Is it me? Am I moving the pendulum?" Yeah, and because then you start <laughs> doubting, and you're like, "No, this is crazy." And then you're like, "No, my hand is literally still." I literally put my elbow on the table. Yep. I mean, it's like no, crazy. It's like, and I've seen this on TikTok too, and it's like a person will put a crystal in their hand, and mm-hmm. it will be flat. And mm-hmm. then they'll take their other hand and use, like, the energy to push it. And then the crystal will fall off the person's hand. <laughs> I believe it. Because, like, if it's like Reiki, right? Reiki mm-hmm. is energy. Mm-hmm. You're transferring energy. Like, my hands get so hot after yeah. Reiki because, like, of all the energy flowing through. So it's like, if you channel that energy, mm-hmm. this is, like, the crystal is also energy. It will push yeah. that. And then you see the comments and people are like, put your hand on a table. Like, <laughs> they're like, I saw you move your hand. It's a magnet. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see like the person like showing it all different ways and like yeah. it's well just, like, like okay hear me out i'm hearing okay so like you know how jesus walked on water if you're if you're a christian right you believe the bible and that's what the bible said that this man yeah okay christians believe that jesus was god so he walked on water but like in other religions like in islam he was a prophet. So Jesus was a prophet. So he, meaning like in Islam, you won't see like in Islam, you worship like God and not Jesus because Jesus was a prophet. He was a man. Okay. But in Christianity, like Jesus is God too. But like ultimately he was a human yeah. man walking on water. Like yeah. if you truly believe that, which like, okay, I can get down with it. Like that's energy. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a reason like this is so huge is because like he probably had such huge immense energy and knew how to harness it and control it and like I kind of believe that we're all capable of it but we just don't know how to harness it yeah and like just channeling that energy I'm not saying we're all going to be like walking on water but like we could be pushing little crystals off of our hand yeah with energy yeah I'm with you I don't know. No, it's true. Like, we're so powerful, but, like, we're so conditioned and, like, sometimes get into, like, this 3D dimension and forget that we're, like, these magnificent, powerful beings that literally, like, are just, I just, it's inexplainable. And, like, we just don't even, can't even fathom the powers that we have. But, like, the more we connect and do our sacred self-care and connect with ourselves, like, we start to figure out these powers like manifesting that's a power yeah like that's something that you get from taking the time to sit with yourself and like really think about 
what you want like that is a meditation practice yeah so it's like we are literally so powerful we just have to find it yeah or maybe like practicing it on a regular basis too to help remind us yeah that we are this powerful too like I mean recently my my husband manifested like he wrote down like a number he wanted to get and then he got a new job and it hit that number so it's just like crazy that in you know and he didn't tell anybody yeah he, he like wrote it down in yep. his notebook he kept it he didn't even tell me and i'm his wife i'm like what do you do what else are you manifesting <laughs> you manifested without me <laughs> you didn't tell me for months <laughs> you use the steps in our podcast yeah what? he literally said he uh, we can link it down in the show notes i'm not even kidding he said he used the steps in our show that we did yep. our manifesting yep I, I forget the title that we gave it but um manifesting your reality so manifesting like your reality yeah he did the steps and then months later, he pulled out the notebook. He's like, hey, I want to show you something. And I was like, oh, my God. Yep. That is crazy. Yep. So um, it just like I feel like doing it more regularly, like things like that helps us remind and reminds us of like, hey, we are we're pretty cool, magical beings. Literally. We can do whatever we want if we just put our mind to it. Exactly. I love this episode. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like we kind of went off a little bit, but That's the it's best. all good stuff. It's the best. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, we don't get canceled after this show. Why would we be canceled? I just hope, you know, Grandma, if you're listening, <laughs> I promise I'm a good person. <laughs> We're just out here trying new things. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I feel like, can you imagine us in the Salem witch trials? I mean, I'm definitely not a witch, but they'd probably kill us just to see, to make sure. You know, that's what they used to do. Yeah. I'd be gone. You would? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be gone. I could still probably pass by. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> that's fine. We'll just reincarnate and try again. Ah. That's another episode for another topic for another episode. Um, okay, so. <laughs> What's the goal of the week? Okay, so let's move on to the goal of the week. The goal of the week is just to experiment with a new spiritual self-care ritual. Okay. I like that. Whatever it is for you. I'm going to try to sneak my meditations back in, so let's move on to the card pulling. You pulled a card for us this week? Yes. It's not a tarot card. Don't worry. Well, okay, there's also tarot cards and oracle cards. Oh, We've okay. done oracle cards together. We have not done tarot cards oh, together. I don't okay. I think I brought them over. Okay. I don't think we use them. Okay, yeah. Cuz they're like tarot you cards are a me. different like breed. There's like and I'm going to butcher the name, but like arc major and like arc minor cards. Okay. And like there's just there's a there it's very complex because like oracle cards are only positive right so or something like that technically they say tarot cards can carry like a negative or positive energy depending on how you use them oracle cards are a light energy light energy okay so like they're more like angelic cards yeah so like um it's so funny i'm, I'm gonna tell a quick story but like like a year ago when my mom came to visit we did the oracle cards with her and we're like mom like ask the (laughs) cards any question that you want to know the answer to and of course my mom was like you know being silly and my mom's also kind of like you know interesting it's not silly it is not silly (laughs) so her question was um 
are there aliens or something of that nature literally are there aliens are there aliens and all of the cards they say something different like oh this is the um you know what are some examples so there's one yes card and one no card and every other card is like not a specific answer so it's like um it's like this is the light energy you should follow like your spiritual guides are guiding you or yeah like you know the love energy sisterhood good time for mothering yourself good time for like yeah just very like but out of how many cards like 50 cards there's like 52 cards there's 52 cards only one card says yes yep and then my mom mixes all the cards she picks one card after she asks are there aliens and the card that she pulled out of the 50 something odd cards there's only one that says yes she pulled the yes card Mm -hmm. and we were all like cracking up because we're like of course Mm -hmm. there's aliens Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god this episode's going way (laughs) off the rails (laughs) there are definitely aliens they're just scared of us i would be scared too oh yeah (laughs) they're like i'm not showing myself to these people they eat animals they'll probably eat us yeah oh god wait what humans eating animals yeah we're crazy (laughs) yeah like how crazy is that the aliens are like they're gonna eat us there's a high chance (laughs) there's a high chance down there there's a high chance that they might kill us and eat us that's so funny or they're already among us who knows they're already among us they're just hidden oh that's very confident what you said that very confidently yeah well you believe the aliens are among us yeah oh wow i didn't know you believed. there's that. like a lot of conspiracy theories too i don't know how far deep i go into that but like I'm, i mean well there there's energetic beings everywhere yeah whether they want to show themselves or not yeah and like technically there's so many different definitions of something that can be alien like, when we think alien, we think of scary, like, E.T. coming in a freaking UFO, <laughs> like, coming down, eating your brains, and, like, looking scary. Like, that's not necessarily, like, the definition of an alien. Like, right? Okay. Right? Okay. Who knows? Another know. topic for another episode. <laughs> Ask your intuition. That's all you need to know. Yep. <laughs> okay, so, funny enough, the card that we pulled for the week says, I say yes <laughs> to life. <laughs> So I say yes to life, and it has a body with eight hands coming out of it, one holding a star, a planet, a moon, a plant. I think it's a piece of paper, um, like a letter, an apple, just like a whole bunch of random things. Um, On the back of it, it says, my words are magic spells. (laughs) Every word you speak is an affirmation. Our words have vibrations. Learn the power of positive affirmations. Wow, I feel like Dr. Seuss. Um, <laughs> the universe will give you more of what you affirm. If you talk about what you don't want, it creates the attraction to that very thing. Stop complaining. <laughs> Instead, talk about the blessings in your life and you will create more of that. Say yes to your dreams, say yes to your potential, and say yes to your life. I love that card, stop complaining. I feel like we've... <laughs> I know. Because I know work has been a lot, and like for both of us, mine isn't as extreme as yours, but like this morning I woke up and I was like, Amanda, you're going to be fine today. Work is going to be a breeze. You're going to have a good day. Everything is going to work out. And like just starting my morning off that way felt so much better than being like, ugh, <laughs> like here we go. There's so much stuff. I'm so stressed. Like I'm not going to get anything done. And like it was a pretty good day. Good. <laughs> so like our word like our words create Mm -hmm. that vibration which is going to create the reality so just 
like if things are getting hectic and crazy just be like you know just switch the frequency switch the mentality and then it will ultimately switch and somehow it will clear itself i don't know yes yeah that mindset yes that positive mindset love (laughs) okay well thank you for pulling that card yes (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful card it is a um, good one. I feel like we talked through so much today so hopefully um, you oh, loved it yeah I mean we love it yeah. <laughs> so hopefully everyone well, loved welcome it. to our mind yeah <laughs> it goes way crazier this is what episode 30 or something yeah or is this episode 30 yeah is it I that's think crazy. so so yeah we're 30 episodes in now we're we're over the honeymoon stage you're gonna get to see the real us now not that we haven't been our real self but you know like when you're dating someone and it's like a year in you know or six months in you see like okay you know it's coming out you can't hide it this is it this is us (laughs) love it or don't i don't know but this is it yeah cool cool well with all that said thank you guys so much for following along and making it all the way to the end of this episode we hope you learned a thing or two and are able to implement some positive changes into your lives if you guys like this podcast please subscribe and follow us on instagram at about the time where we frequently post to keep you guys in the loop and we'll catch you next time have an awesome fantastic week bye bye